podcast is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together with the best of live and on demand. Learn more at directtv.com. For the Athletic Podcast Network, this is the update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Larry Kruger, KNBR 1045 and 680 radio host, as well as pre and post game host for the San Francisco 49ers about Sunday's game against the Detroit Lions. They will see a couple familiar faces. Jared Goff, who of course started his career with the Rams and was traded to Detroit this past offseason for Matt Stafford, who the 49ers will see in the coming weeks. They'll see Jared Goff, a familiar face, as well as Michael Brockers, who spent some time with the Rams as well. Week one of the 2021 season should see the 49ers as one of the biggest favorites on the board this week. Seven and a half points is how it opened in Las Vegas. We'll pay attention to that. We'll pay attention to the defense of the 49ers. Also a couple question marks in the receiving core for the Niners this weekend. All things we can talk about with Larry Kruger, who joins me next. Today is Friday, September 10th. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the podcast. I think we've had him on before, Larry Kruger. You, of course, hear him every weekday, Monday to Friday, 2 to 6, on the TKB Show on KNBR 104.5 and 680. You can also hear him on KNBR for 49er pregame and 49er postgame. Larry, great to have you back, man. As far as football goes and as far as football fans go, I know you love other sports, but you really feel it down in, in your loins for football, don't you, Larry? <laughs> What's up, Copes? Yeah, no, I mean, this is a great time of year. I mean, college football, pro football, October baseball just around the corner, and the fact that we're going to have it all here in the Bay in the next few weeks is just, it's awesome. It doesn't get any better than this, man. It really doesn't. Yeah, I know, like in Tampa, they've been calling them Champa Bay because they had the uh, the run with the uh, the Lightning, I think, went and won the Stanley Cup. They had the Bucks obviously, win the Super Bowl. They had the Rays go to the World Series. So they're feeling good down in Tampa. I feel like we've got the same sort of thing going in the Bay Area here where Warrior basketball is coming back in about a month or so, month and a half. 49er football's ramping up, and as you mentioned, the Giants into the postseason just uh, really days away before we find out exactly uh, whether or not they're going to be a division winner. But let's talk some 49er football, man. You do such a good job on the pregame. I love picking your brain about stuff. And we've talked Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo until uh, we were blue in the face all offseason. I want to talk more about what's going on with this roster. Jalen Hurd is a guy who stands out to me. We find out on Wednesday that he may land on IR or that, uh, that he's not going to be ready to go for this weekend. Were you surprised to see him out there against the Raiders? And are you surprised that the Niners didn't do more to bolster this receiving room? It was really clear going into that week that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch really were pushing hard for Jalen Hurd to be on the final 53. I mean, they invested a third-round pick, a day-two pick in Hurd, and they want to make that pick look good. And so they've given him every opportunity. I'm buddies with his agent, Doug Hendrickson, so I'm a little biased. I've been rooting for this kid. I've talked to him a few times. I've met him a few times. And I saw him at Tennessee as a running back. I saw him at Baylor as a wide receiver. And, you know, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. You know, as far as can you blame the 49ers? Well, I don't know. I mean, they added Sheerfield to the room, so now you got three. They like Sanu. They, they they invested a pick in Juwan Jennings and are in love with him. I do think if I were them at this point, I would put Jalen Hurd on the IR and let him give him one more shot to get healthy, give him six weeks or whatever to see if he can get that knee right. I would take a look and try to poach a good young wide receiver from practice squads around the league. And the two guys that intrigue me are Des Fitzpatrick, who's in Tennessee, 
and Joe Reed, who's a former Virginia Cavalier, who's in uh, on the Chargers practice squad. Reed would be perfect because he can return kicks. He's built like a running back, but he's played receiver in college, so you could use him as kind of a jack-of-all-trades. But we'll see if they do that. At this point, the big-name guy is gone. Now it's about you know using your scouting department to find – you know, somebody who kind of slipped through the cracks and has potential, but is on somebody else's practice squad. So funny you mentioned Des Fitzpatrick because uh, we're talking Jalen Hurd here. Three years in, has played. I guess that Raider game, that final preseason game, was the first preseason game he'd played since his rookie season. And I, I want to say he had a touchdown catch against the Cowboys, maybe a couple of them in a, a preseason game against the Cowboys a couple of years ago. But Des Fitzpatrick, as you mentioned, fourth rounder, the Titans were like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna out- re- release this guy. The 49ers are still hanging on, kind of kicking things around. With Jalen Hurd, so I guess that sort of remains to be seen as to, to whether or not he can be a weapon or an asset. Jawan Jennings, a guy who was taken late last year, this seventh rounder, I believe, right, and sort of a big body guy himself in his own right. What kind of uh, expectations do you have for him this year? Well, he doesn't separate, but on all the short stuff, you know, the hitch screens and the and and you know the stuff you know parallel to the line of scrimmage. I think he's terrific, and also they love him away from the football, so he'll block. You know, he, you don't spring big runs in the NFL without your wide receivers, you know, picking off a few defenders down the field. And Jennings has shown a huge appetite for contact, so I think he's an intriguing guy. I mean, he—if you could combine, you know, Jennings and Hurd. Hurd has a little bit more speed, a little bit more hand-eye, but Jennings has got it, you know, he's got the desire, the strength, the, the, he plays, you know, with his hair on fire, and he'll block, and I, if you could combine those guys, you'd have something. That's kind of, yeah, he'd be a great wide receiver if you could combine both of those dudes. Jawan Hurd would be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, or uh, Jalen Jennings is the way. Sounds like a guy. <laughs> Sounds like a real guy maybe they could go pick up. In sort of switching gears here and talking about uh, the defensive side of the ball, Kyle Shanahan on Wednesday had said, you know, no pitch count on guys like D Ford and Nick Bosa. So funny, like using the term pitch count, because I think baseball, I think back to like when Steven Strasburg had an arm injury and the Nationals said, we don't care. We're putting an innings limit on them. We're shutting them down. Shanahan's like, no, nah, man, no pitch count. If these guys can go, they're going. We need to win football games. I'm excited for these guys. What do you make of what D Ford can do this year? I think Nick Bosa, everybody just imagines and believes he'll just be back to form to what he was a couple of years ago. But uh, as far as D Ford goes, what kind of impact are you expecting from him? Well, I think the 49ers overall, this is the area they're going to make a significant jump. You know, um, they were 22nd in the NFL last year in sacks. I think they had 30. Uh, I would not be surprised, Copes, if they nearly doubled that total. Mm. I think they're going to be in the league leaders 55-plus. And, you know, there is no pitch count because you got a 53-man roster. I think it might be 55 this year. But you still have limited roster spots on game day. So the guys who are up got to go. But I think D Ford, you know, from what I've heard, is looking great now. Cross your fingers because he's just been absolutely hurt all the time. This is really the sleeper player on defense because D Ford, before he had this rash of injuries, had perfected the technique of not just sacking the quarterback, but stripping the quarterback of the football. He had had eight forced fumbles the year before he came to the 49ers. If he can get on the field, he helps you rush the passer, but he's really going to help you in the turnover department because he's absolutely phenomenal at, at raking that football out of there. Neither he pounces on it or usually one of his buddies does, and you know you change possession. Sack is big, changing possessions bigger. D Ford's found a way to combine the two. That is one of the traits that attracted him to the Niners, and now it's just a matter of can he get out there. 
I'm with you. When he plays, he's ferocious. He's a monster. He changes the look of this defense. And also, I think Javon Kinlaw is the other guy who, who jury's sort of out on, who they're waiting to see if he can make the impact. Everybody keeps saying, you, we're not expecting him to be DeForest Buckner, but he is kind of there to fill that role, right? Isn't that what they're looking for? Well, he's not the pass rusher that DeForest is. He doesn't break down in space against smaller athletes and quarter. I mean, he's not going to be a sack guy like, right, like right. Buckner. But what he is is he's stronger. I mean, he he literally can command the double team. I think he's a perfect guy to play opposite like a Kevin Givens or even an Eric Armstead, somebody who's going to shoot gaps and get up the field. He will take on blockers. He's got unbelievable strength. He's also had shoulder and knee problems. But, man, if he can get out there and just improve a little bit off of what we saw a year ago, I think you're talking about one of the more impactful defensive tackles in the game. So it's for another guy. It's about health. Can he get out there? You know, he's a big man, and there's no question he's, his strength against the run is undeniable. And I think he's one of those guys that he may not make plays, but he will absorb blockers and give Warner and Greenlaw more room to make plays. And I think that's the value of Kinlaw. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. They always say, you know, you, you win games in the trenches, and the 49ers did that a couple of years ago. It, that paired with the pass rush, and they were able to, you know, force some turnovers in the secondary. We saw that week one in 2019, the year they went to the Super Bowl. But I'm looking at this this group of defensive linemen here. Armstead, Kinlaw, DJ Jones, Nick Bosa, D. Ford, Contavious Street, Kevin Givens, Samson Ebukim, uh, Jordan Willis suspended Maurice Hurst on IR to start the year, Zach Kern, Arden Key. Is this the strength of the defensive unit, or are you a, a bigger fan of the linebacker? I mean, the linebackers are insane, but... L- Aziz Al-Shair, Fred Warner, and Dre Greenlaw. That could be the best in the NFL this year. Where's the strength on defense for you? It's the depth of the D-line. You know, you just said it. They can run basically ones, twos, and threes. They, yeah. They've got a huge rotation. It guarantees that every Sunday they're going to have a full contingent of defensive linemen up who are healthy and ready. Because if you're not healthy and you're not ready, they'll just go with one of the other guys and they'll and they'll put that guy in, make him inactive for the week. So the depth of the D-line, the speed of the linebacking core, and when you have those things together, it's a ferocious combination. They're, the Niners' real only questions are in the secondary on the defensive side of the ball because they're so deep up front and they've got to be collectively as fast as any linebacker core in the game with, with multiple converted safeties playing linebacker. They're going to see a guy this week, Jared Goff, who they're real familiar with. Now, you know, it's going to be a lot of the same defensive tactics, I think, as we've seen from the 49ers or schematics in the last couple of years. Uh, even though Robert Sala is gone now, I think we'll see a lot of the same stuff. But as far as the Lions go, this could end up being one of the worst teams in football this year. I, I think they're still kind of taking inventory on what it is that they have here. Panay Sewell didn't play all that great uh, in the preseason. DeAndre Swift, really one of their only playmakers. TJ Hawkinson, a tight end. The other one, what do you make of, of who could hurt the 49ers in this uh, this this Lions offense? Tyrell Williams at receiver. Uh, Khalif Raymond is really more of a kick-punt returner than he is a wide receiver, but he may start for them this week. What do you make of the Lions offense? Well, I think Hawkinson is probably the biggest talent they have, and, and he's you know number 88, the tight end. He's their number one tight end. But they could go two tight ends here, Copes, because they also have Darren Fells. Yeah. Yeah. Fells is a pretty underrated receiver. So I think if you said what's the strength of the Lions, it's probably the two tight end set with Fells and Hawkinson. I mean, Khalif Raymond, Terrell Williams, uh, Quinton Cephas. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't see a receiver here that scares me. I think on paper the offensive line has potential to be 
the best, but you mentioned it. Sewell's in his first start, uh, so I, I would imagine the Niners will test him. But, you know, the Niners blitz Jared Goff on third down under Robert Sala over 50% of the time. I think that number goes up on Sunday. Do you think he was, and I'm looking at sort of the Rams when I say this, how much do you think Jared Goff was, I don't want to say uh, hidden, but like a product of being in that Rams offense that we saw him have a couple of great years, obviously went to a Super Bowl and just kind of got dismantled by Bill Belichick. And the offense broke down last year. He was hurt. They had to go to John Wolford in a playoff game. Uh, and then they moved on. And I think the Rams feel like they're the sky's the limit with Matt Stafford. What do you make of Jared Goff and how much he was sort of protected by that offense or sort of hidden or just a product of that offense? He's a play action pass quarterback. He has to have the play action at his at his disposal. He's not he's not mobile. He does have a good arm and he can drive the ball down the field, but as you, as we have already mentioned, he doesn't really have the receivers here to do it. But I think, you know, more than anything, you're going to see the Lions with the two running backs, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams commit to the run. They're going to commit to the run and try like crazy to establish it and then go play action pass off of it. And I think you're right. I think Goff's a good prospect, but he doesn't have high-level potential because he doesn't make plays off schedule. He doesn't have the mobility. He can't extend plays. Um, and I think Sean McVay kind of you know lost confidence in him and – you know, this is a new lease on life, but all, but with a much less surrounding cast, and I think he's going to struggle. Well, the 49ers now about, what, 72 hours from Pontiac? Is that what we say? Can we yell that <laughs> on, on yeah, <laughs> a yeah. couple of days from, from week one? Larry, always fun talking to you, man. I, I love checking in. I love just whipping around any given week of the NFL. We'll do this again later this season, man. Thanks a lot. Hey, anytime, Adam. Great stuff from Larry Kruger. Make sure you check him out weekdays at 2 to 6 on KMBR 104.5 and 680. Also, 49er pre- and post-game all season long on The Sports Leader. Thank you to Larry. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to you, the listener. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever it is you're listening. Full slate of games on Sunday for the NFL, including that 10 a.m. kick for the 49ers. That'll take you all the way up through Sunday night football. It's going to be the Bears against the L.A. Rams. We should be paying a little bit of attention, 49er fans, to what Matt Stafford looks like in his first start with the Rams. But after that, Monday rolls us right into a Las Vegas Raiders Monday night tilt against the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson heading out to the Death Star where uh, we'll go out and we'll talk to Lincoln Kennedy, who does uh, color commentary on the radio broadcast and is a former Raider himself. I was going to say Las Las Vegas Raider, but he's just part of the nation, baby. Anyway, everybody enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the return of the NFL on Sunday. We'll talk to you Monday with a little Raider talk with Lincoln Kennedy. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you then.